Do you remember the time? The time when you first disobeyed? I mean, who would remember such a thing? Perhaps it was unintentional. Perhaps you were a small child at the age of two or three, not knowing. But close your eyes with me for a moment and try to just recount the time in your current life of when you disobeyed. You chose the opposite versus what was right to do. What did it feel like? What was the consequence? Did you have doubts or thoughts? Today, I want to share with you the time I disobeyed God. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Big Bold Faith Podcast, a podcast dedicated to getting real, bold, and honest when it comes to living and fighting and contending for our everyday faith. Today is a new Wednesday. It is a new episode. It is a new faith talk, and I am so excited to be back with you guys. We had like a small little break in between, and it was a break of intentionality. I did not receive a word from God um, two weeks ago, so I decided not to put out anything that would be in my mere humanness. And I want to let you guys know that every time that I get on this mic, I prayerfully get before the throne of God to ask Him, hey God, what is it that you want to tell your children today because these are your kids, not your my kids. <laughs> and um, yes, if you were wondering, why did we miss a week? That is why we missed the week. I will share more about this in this episode. But if it is your first time, hello, welcome. I am so glad that you are here. I prayed for you. I'm glad that you're sitting here listening to my voice um, from the author, from whatever he has laid on my heart, and that I hope that it will produce fruit, that it will sow new seeds in your life and that you will get the word that you are seeking confirmation, that you are seeking guidance for whatever it is in your life. But my name is Brittany Durfee. I'm the host here. I am a servant, most importantly, but I wanted to say hello and welcome you guys and let you guys know the purpose of this podcast. It is really based on this ideal of the Book of Acts, of Paul and and the disciples walking around boldly proclaiming their faith, being comfortable enough to say, hey, I believe in Jehovah Jireh. I believed in that man that you guys had on the cross. I believed in him and who he was. And during that time, once Jesus had died and had gone um, back to be with the Father, people kind of just forgot about Jesus. And it was the apostles that were to live out and to continue with the faith. And so I ask and encourage you guys that here on the Big Bold Faith Podcast, we get bold in our faith. We get honest about the things that we're dealing with and just being confident in, in who we say that we are as believers, as Christians, whatever your denomination is, you are welcome here. And so I just want to say thank you. If you've heard a couple of episodes and you love this episode, can I encourage you to share and subscribe? If you know people, send this their way. It's easy thing. You just hit the share button. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe both on Spotify and on iTunes and just leave a rating. I want to hear from you. I want to hear what 
has touched you, what you want to hear more of, and it helps our overall ratings. Not that I'm here for stars, but I think that if we can get this on the wavelengths and and sending this out to people so that they can start just being confident in their faith, right? That you are getting and receiving the good news. I think that that would just be a joy. I'm on assignment. Um, and so I would love for you and I to partner in this very, this very thing that God has given me. But before we jump into this week, um, I also want to just shout out to my sound engineer, Mertz. Hello. It has been a couple of weeks since we've worked and partnered together, but ever so grateful to get the opportunity to work with people that have amazing skills, amazing character, amazing, you know, just cool people that you get a chance to work with. And so I will never take that for granted. And I wanted to say thank you, thank you, thank you. And so let's jump into this week's episode. I'm feeling on fire for this week, not only because it's my birthday week, you guys, I'm a spring baby at heart. And so all my other March babies, all my Aries, happy birthday. Um, It is such a wonderful time to be alive and to be around the earth. And so I am so grateful for just the opportunity to still be sitting and standing here on assignment and that God has you know, still giving me breath in my lungs to continue on my assignment. So yeah, let's jump into this week's episode. This week is going to be a short episode. It is going to be a faith talk. And I I kind of went back and forth on the title of it because I, I want to call it Save Room, but I also want to call it Subtle Disobedience. And I haven't landed yet. So maybe you guys can choose for me on what the title should be because It's a conversation still on obedience. If you guys didn't check us out a couple of weeks ago, I had this wonderful message about obedience, and we're going to talk about on the flip side of the coin of that, and that's disobedience. The only way that I know to talk about disobedience is to talk about my personal experience with disobedience. I told you guys before, I'm a pretty disciplined person. I don't try to boast on that. I don't try to be proudful on that. But I do recognize the difficultness when it comes to walking according to God, walking in assignment, walking to instructions, walking in obedience. And we don't often talk about disobedience. We kind of look at people side eye when they are disobedient or when they blatantly do the opposite of what God has said to them. And I know that you're looking like, I've never done that. You have. Because someone will say, oh, God told me to do this, but I did that. And you're looking at them like, but God told you. And for my super seasoned saints, there's people that just struggle with this on a day-to-day instance. And it got me to thinking like, how is this so common? And it's the subtleness. So I'm going to talk about that one time I disobeyed God. And, you know, it wasn't just one time I've disobeyed on many counts and fronts. So I will be transparent there. But it is God telling you the plan and the focus. And it's really for me how how the best way I can describe it is God has told me a plan the beginning of this year and even last year and gave me focus and has asked me to do something. And I hear it and I understand it. So let's just in this instance say that God has said, hey, I want you to learn carpentry. I want you to learn how to build a house. And I'm like, God, that's very intimidating. I'm a woman. I don't do well with my hands. I have a bunch of excuses. 
don't we all? And I hear him and I'm like, okay, God, like I'll, I'll go get a book on how to be a carpenter and know what wood is. And it becomes very intimidating. It becomes along the way you see it, but you're not able to make heads or tails of it. When I go through a process with God and God has given me an instruction, sometimes I'm not able to see the full scope of it. And so what I'll do is leave it there dormant until like I feel I'm prepared or I'm equipped to pick it up and to move on. Let me caution you there. A lot of us have put down things that God has asked us just to pick up. He hasn't asked us to start building the house, but we got so comfortable and we've put it down, we've let it go, we've released it, and we've walked away from the very assignment and the very thing that God has given us. So in this instance of us building this house, or let me get a little bit more personal with my story, I accepted on more than I was supposed to. And the funny thing is, when I took on the assignment, when I took on the role, when I took on the responsibility, I didn't notice it until after I accepted it. Have you ever been in the middle of like, dang, I was not supposed to do this. It's like you're driving, you're like, this is the wrong way. This is not the road or the freeway that I should have been on. It's funny because when I got back from my assignment, when I got back from my travels, when I got back from my trip just recently from work, I was under the weather. Now, your girl never gets sick. I am very blessed and very thankful that my health, for the most part, is in good shape. I do not get sick often. I was down for like six days on the couch doing nothing. Now, I've told you guys before, I I don't do nothing well. And <laughs> I'm meaning like I don't sit stagnant well. Like I can't just sit and be like, oh, Netflix and just binge all the Netflix. No, that's not me. I'm like Netflix show one. Okay, let me get up and start doing something else. And it wasn't until I got back from my trip and me just not feeling well, I, I would describe it as I lost my oomph. And my oomph is really like my excitement, my joy, this personality that you guys are hearing over uh, over the microphone. That is who I am. That is innate to me. And I lost that bit of me. There was nothing wrong with me. I didn't have COVID. There was no flu symptoms. Nothing was wrong with me. And so there I sat just helpless, sprawled out on the couch, not knowing what to do. And for a moment, I felt God saying, you disobeyed. And I'm trying to get your attention because you keep disobeying what I have set in front of you. I've given you assignment. I've given you a vision. And I need you to focus on this more than what you're focusing on now. And so I felt like Job in that instance because Job didn't do anything. But God got Job's attention, essentially. And Job didn't need to get God's attention because he was a God after God's heart He was a a fearless man, always praying over his children, so diligent. But God had to get my attention by any means necessary. Now, looking in hindsight, I'm very grateful for that moment because without that wake-up call, well, first off, we wouldn't have this episode. Second, 
I also would have just been kept running at the same pace that I've been running when God's like, I need you to slow down. And so God will sometimes, because God is such a good God, that he will cause you to feel a certain way. He will cause you to have a certain heartbreak. He will cause you to have um, a sickness or an ailment to get your attention. I know people won't tell you that, but my God is good in the bad as well. And so you're thinking, okay, Brittany, you disobeyed. God got my attention. And in my disobedience, I found out I tired myself out so much that I couldn't hear God. In not hearing God, I wasn't able to hear clearly what the next topic he wanted me to discuss. So like in the beginning, I had mentioned you guys, we had missed out on last week. We didn't miss out on last week because of God. We missed out on last week because of me. I was in a cycle. I was in a space where I was running and I wasn't able to clearly hear from God the next instructions, the next topic. So yes, in my obedience, I didn't come on the air to give you guys a false message and say, look, I've got an episode for you guys today. But also in my disobedience, I didn't make enough room, enough space for God so that I could hear the topic to give to you. You guys see how disobedience is so subtle? It's so subtle that we don't even think about it like that. We don't even take a step back to think, my God, I was disobedient in my obedience and obedience in my disobedience. But can I also share with you this? In my disobedience of being obedient, I'm going to just kind of keep confusing the the two, God was favorable. You see, though I didn't have an episode two weeks ago, God gave favor and reminded me that I had a guest episode. And shout out to Miss Kia Harris and Here We Are podcast, where I am a guest episode on her podcast talking about an invisible God. She launched it last week. And so... It just made up for it, but it still was like, thank you, God, for your grace and your provision. But God didn't need to give me his grace and his provision if I was just obedient. And you see, when you're out of purpose, you make other people out of purpose. You see, me being out of purpose, meaning that my A1, my my secret sauce, Mert, wasn't able to do work with me. Out of purpose meant that my friends that I encourage on a weekly basis I wasn't able to edify them and to lift them up. I woke up on a Tuesday morning and I then decided like, okay, God, it's been three or four days. I've been sprawled out on this couch. I don't know what to do. So let me do the thing that you told me to do, the vision, the plan. Let me get back to purpose. Let me get back to the very thing that you've given me, God. And it came to me like fresh rain in the desert. It was like new oil. It was like a new recipe that I have never experienced before. But it shouldn't take all that, right? It shouldn't have to take God doing a throat check, a body slam to get my attention for me to get back on track. It's part of the conviction. It's part of the faith walk. It's part of this life as we are believers in the one and only. So what am I saying Well, I'm saying disobedience is delicate. It's a perfectly disillusioned web that will trap you if you aren't careful. 
It's a trap. It's disillusion. It's a web. You guys have seen spider webs. They're clear. They're iridescent. You don't really notice them. And if you've ever walked into one, it traps you. It covers your face. You feel like you didn't see the very thing that was in front of you. So I'm encouraging you to consider where have you been disobedient? Slow to respond. The thing on your to-do list that's been idle for some time. Where have you been moving so fast out of this space right here that you can't hear from God? You see, opportunities that you have been praying for and that you've been seeking are on hold because of your disobedience. People are literally waiting for you to partner with them, but they can't because you're in a space of disobedience. God is trying to purify and sanctify us before we walk into that promised land. He is giving us instructions just like he gave the Israelites as they were in the book of Leviticus, sitting at the foot of the mountain, waiting to listen to God's every instruction so that they could do life according to what God has set apart for him as holy. The wall in your life that you feel like you're, you keep coming up against, that you feel like your, your health or whatever, whatever area in your life that feels like it's just a burden. It's too much. It's feeling like you're you're just tired of fighting it. Consider it not a distraction, but a redirection. That's how I felt in this instance, in this space of feeling sick with ailment. It was a redirection of Brittany, my my beautiful daughter who have crafted for such a wonderful assignment. I'm redirecting your path. What you've been doing is not the path and the coursework that I've set before you. So this is my faith talk to you. This week, in your time, as you're coming and you're going, think about the last time you disobeyed God. What did it feel like? Were there consequences? Did you have any conviction or doubt in your heart? What was it that has stuck out to you, even as I speak these words to you, what comes to mind that you think, man, I should have listened. I should have turned back. I should have went the other way. And why? Why do you keep pushing forward? Why do you keep trusting in your own strength? Why do you keep going further than what God has instructed you to go? You see, in the book of Leviticus also, God had commanded the, the land to rest. He also created people to rest. It is in our rest that there is an abundance. God provided in the rest of the seventh harvest a sixth year of abundance that would carry them for three years. So that's our faith talk today. I want to do just a short prayer to lead us out. Dear Heavenly Father, God, thank you. Thank you for the redirection. Thank you for the guidance. Thank you for just the checks and the ailments and the heartbreaks and the the moments where you show up as good and faithful as you always do. Thank you for getting our attention when we are just so ignorant and prideful and disillusioned to your voice that we try to do things in our own strength and our own might 
and our own power and our own godlike abilities that have no strength, that have no say, that have no power. God, I'm praying for those, all of us that have been disobedient to you consciously, that we've intentionally gone the opposite way, that we've put down plans and visions and assignments down, and we've been procrastinating. We've been procrastinating over the very thing that you've given us because we felt intimidated. We felt overwhelmed. We felt filled with anxiety, God. Remove those, Lord. Let us come to you, the Father, the one that has given us the instruction for the other instructions, Lord. You give us daily bread, Lord. You give us daily instructions. Let us seek you in all of our ways. Let us seek you first above all things, God, and let our faith increase because of it. Let our relationship increase because of it. Let us disobey no more. Let us seek you and let your grace and your favor be upon us, your anointing and your appointing and the steps that you've given us. I pray a level of peace. I pray a level of restoration and revelation on those of us that need a redirection. I'm thankful for your time and we believe and we expect in your son's matches name, Jesus. Amen.